You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show... Just realised that uh, we've not spoken to each other for three weeks and apparently the only highlights of the last three weeks is my wife's bikini falling off and me pushing poo-poo into a tube. But I've had really dark days based on just flippant comments that people say. You'll see a lot of people go, oh, well, if you put yourself out there, you, you know, you've got to accept that people also... You don't have to accept people being twats. Yeah, yeah. Just stop being twats. That is another thing that you assume that because people are successful and rich, that they're immune to this stuff. Yeah. And people like Robin Williams are proof that mental health issues aren't being happy or sad and yeah. they aren't solved by money. I'll wake up some mornings and... Uh, I just, I, I, I won't want to get out of bed because I just don't want to do anything. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. And um, this week's going to be a little bit different um, because um, we're going to take you on a journey into the heads of me and Baz, <laughs> yeah, which is, um, maybe I'll call it that, I hadn't planned on doing that, but, um, but yeah, well, basically what's going to happen is um, we're going to have a quick catch-up and then we're going to talk mental health. Um, I was going to do this on Mental Health Week, um, but um, A, I was organised enough, and B, we had uh, you and Thomas on that week. So, we did. Um, so um, we decided to leave it to list. So we'll get on to that. We're going to talk about mental health because um, Baz and I are both advocates of um, talking about mental health and being open, not afraid to talk about it. But we also realised that, despite the fact we're very good friends, we've never spoken to each other about our mental health, which seems oxymoronic, Baz, so we're going to rectify that tonight. Not just moronic, like our normal podcast, oxymoronic. Oh, and I'll drag it back to moronic, don't you worry about that. <laughs> yes. So we will have a moronic conversation um, about, uh, about mental health and just being open and honest um, with each other and hopefully... Um, it will resonate with some people. So, before we kick off with that, Baz, we're going to have a, um, a, a catch-up between you and I, because, um, despite the fact in the world of podcasts, um, we've not been gone. Um, this is the first one we recorded in about three weeks. So It is, yeah. Because I've been away on holiday, um, you've been working, um, and so, yeah, and, and I was thinking about that as well. Like I say, in the, in the world of podcasts, we haven't missed a week. Um, in the world of podcast bars, we haven't missed a week since August last year. Yeah. That's pretty good, isn't it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, I do hope you appreciate that Baz and I have not missed a week um, since August last year. Um, we did plan to do, like, seasons and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but and then in the end, we were just like, I like talking to me, mate, so we'll just carry <laughs> on, shall we? <laughs> so we didn't bother. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's uh, we've been going for ages. Uh, we're not a break, um, but, but yes, I was away, so um, I haven't spoken to you for three weeks, so um, in the real world, we've not seen each other for a bit, so we'll have a bit of a catch-up, mate. Well, yeah, could I start then, because like, it's, it's related to the podcast. Um, I went on a, cause, uh, a live podcast at the weekend, so I went to Wembley Arena to see Peter, Peter Crouch, who does that Peter Crouch podcast at Crouchfest. Brilliant. And uh, obviously that's born around uh, his podcast. It was like five hours of like podcasts and Jesus. stuff that they do. Um, and they've obviously got lots of history. They've only done three seasons, but there's lots of kind of catchphrases in there. Because they have Steve Sidwell on there now as, yes. as one, of the, of one of the hosts. Uh, and everyone's got a catchphrase. So it was like um, pudding, puddings is massive. Right. Where we go, just, the people just shout that for like the best part of the whole way through, <laughs> um, and yeah, people people get dressed up and, and stuff like that. I think there was ten to twelve thousand people there Jesus. to watch this podcast. Jesus, and it was crazy. One day, Buzz. One day, <laughs> we'll have ten to twelve people watching ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get eighty million. I think they've had eight million listeners to their podcast so far. Hey, listen, that's quite good. If we get out there for eight eight thousand or eighty thousand, I'd be well happy with that. <laughs> We're well. <laughs> Over eight thousand, Buzz. Yes. We're well over eight thousand. Brilliant. So, uh, so where was that? Was that in London? Yes. So it was, uh, yeah, Wembley Arena, which is obviously a, a big, big venue to fill. Um, very, it's a very drunken affair. 
But also, I'll tell you what's nice about it. It's one of those things. We met loads of other... It's, it's very laddish, obviously. Yeah. We met loads of other lads there, and we've made connections with some of those people because, you know, we were taking photographs and using, you know, for each other, and then um, and then you get chatting, and we've already sort of, like, got together with groups of lads and said, oh, we'll, we'll meet you here next year and we'll meet you in the pub beforehand and, you know, and, and, and do the whole thing together. But there's, there's lots of dressing up. There's a, 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 I doubt she's listening, but some, one of the references to the podcast is about Bude Tunnel, and there was a girl there who made an actual Bude Tunnel hat wow. with lights in it. That's and quite I had to special. Go and a photograph with it because it was just amazing. So the effort people go to is incredible. That is quite special. <laughs> it was it was a good night. I mean, I was heavily drunk. Um, I made loads and loads of like uh, Phil Carr esque type videos as I was walking around, and I watched them back on Sunday. I was like, I can't ever put this. You can't together. use any of them. <laughs> well, I, I, I probably could, but it's, I mean, people have seen me slurry on here, but the the whole thing is just a massive slur fest. You go, it's raving, and I've stopped people in an interview and said, "Great, isn't it? What do you think?" I've done all that kind of stuff, <laughs> but it's never going to see the light of day. It's just oh, a shame. Really. Next time I see you, mate, on a little private screen in. We'll get it well, on. Uh, get it on the big toe. Well, I might edit it and send it to you just to see what you think. <laughs> and you'll go. No, don't put that. Out. You, you look like a right idiot. Leave it, Buzz. Leave it. Mm. Let it go. It's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. What you got? Yeah. Well, um, obviously, I've been on holiday. Well, yes, because um, you mentioned this in the podcast, didn't we? Yeah, we mentioned that I was going on holiday, and now <laughs> I am on. I've been on holiday. <laughs> couple of things that when they happened i thought i need to talk about that on the podcast so yeah. that's kind of what i use this little catch-up thing for it's, so one of them was um emma and i went on a water slide together on one of those big inflatable things you know there's yeah. like two person inflatable things and um it was one of those where it goes you go down a, a big dip and then it goes right up almost vertical and then back down again and then into like you know a foot deep of water or whatever and then you yeah. get out um i got out emma was thrown out um oh. it, when, when it got to the bottom bit like that so i kind of gracefully stood up out of this thing turned around um to see emma putting her chebs back in her bikini <laughs> okay so um <laughs> this, so, is the, this is the force of the water i see uh, yeah it? yeah it was so she fell out of um she fell out of the inflatable thing at the end of the water slide and um Emma's not got the smallest chest. Well, let's paint that picture with words like that. Um, yes. And that's, that's as euphemistic as I can be. Um, and it, uh, the, the bikini she was wearing was clearly not up to the job. Um, I didn't notice this. I just turned around and saw her shuffling that I just, I didn't know because I was getting out and she was yeah. behind me. Um, and yeah, I just turned around and she was shuffling. But there was a big group of people who were almost pissing your kidney laughing that much. <laughs> Because as Emma then told me, not only um, did her chebs come out of her bikini, but the bottoms went as well. Oh, God. Okay. So whilst I was gracefully standing up and proud of myself, that I'd kind of, you know, sometimes you can kind of surf the, um, you can surf the inflatable thing right to the end and just stand up and you go, oh, this is amazing. Look, I'm in yeah. that. I'm so good. At I did that. And by the time I'd stood up and turned around, um, Emma had got herself back together again, but <laughs> but the um, but the people waiting um, to see whether we would give them our inflatable thing so they could have a go um, got pretty much the full Monty from Emma. So <laughs> um, and t- to be fair, she was quite kind of she was a bit embarrassed about it, but then it was just like, well, you know, treat for the dads. <laughs> right, a uh, couple more things uh, that I'd look. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say this anyway. Look, if you're a bit squeamish, that I'm sure there's a button on most podcasts you can like click and spin forward a little bit. Do yeah. that anyway. Um, I had to have a few tests done um, okay. before I went on holiday, and um, some like blood tests, piss tests, and stuff. Uh, another one. He wanted a stool sample off me, right? <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever given a stool sample to the doctor. I right? never have. They give you something that is, it, it's it basically it's kind of like a wide test tube. Oh. I think it's 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 no the diameter of it is no wider than an inch and a half max. Yeah. Right. Um, and they give you that a Ziploc bag and a you know one of those wide lolly sticks that they put on your tongue when they say yeah. ah they give you one of them as well. Right? Okay. No instructions. <laughs> Just said pop us a stool sample back. Like all right. So I'm thinking. 
how the fucking hell are going to do this? So these things like an inch and a half in diameter. It's like, even if my poo-poo is going to be an inch and a half diameter, that's a great shot to pop it straight in, isn't it? Exactly. And I'm thinking, this this lolly stick's got to be something to do with it. So anyway, I Googled it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I Googled how do you, uh, you know, how do you collect a stool sample? Um, and it, it, this was like, there was loads of different ones, right? Um, one of which was get a yogurt tub, clean it out, obviously. Don't, don't, no, 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 like yogurt or, or butter. So I, I had like a margarine tub, right? Um, clean, clean it out, obviously. Otherwise, it's going to come back and say there's a huge, like, there's a huge amount of uh, margarine in your stool. <laughs> your cholesterol's um, really high. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a fat load. Your, your, poo, your poo's 40% fat. We're not sure what's going on here. Anyway, so, um, so I did that, and you drop that in to the bowl of the toilet. Yep. Then you do your poo-poo. Then I don't know why I've gone four-year-old with that, but I don't, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue with it as in such terms, Baz. I've, I've committed to it. I've got to go through with it now. Anyway, so I've put this margarine tub boat in the bowl of the toilet, right? And then, cut a long story short, missed and capsized it. So, yes, of course you did. So, I, so I've had to try something else. Uh, did you weld a rudder to it? <laughs> yeah. Or a keel? Oh, That's what it is. And, and then it was like, so in the end, I thought I'll just put, I'll, I'll just put layers and layers of toilet paper on my hand. Drop, <laughs> drop the log into the toilet paper. This got very graphic. Very no, no, yeah, but yeah, no. But, but, but <laughs> this is that I wanted to share. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, how the fuck do you do this? So, here's a little bit of advice for people. Um, Try the margarine tub, but you might miss uh, hit the side and capsize the thing. Um, yeah. And once your stool's in the water, you can't use it. Um, oh, really? No, no, because it could be anything in there. It could okay, be somebody yeah, else's too. stuff in there. Yeah, true. It could be somebody else's sample. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so uh, dropped, uh, dropped a log onto this, uh, onto this uh, bed of toilet paper in my hand, chopped it up using the... Uh, I don't know if it... And then we diced it like a fucking onion. Do <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I yeah. just be like, used, I used my lolly stick. And then I was like, and then I'm just like, it doesn't matter how firm it is to begin with. Once you're kind of trying to like push it down into this inch and a half diameter tube with a lolly stick, it's uh, maybe, uh, it's it's not something I want to repeat. This is how you um, soften butter to put it on toast, isn't it? You keep manipulating mate, it. <laughs> mate, it was just, I was dry retching through the whole process. It was absolutely horrendous. And then, right, so I've, I've screwed the top onto it, right? Okay, And yeah. I've just got, like, the top third of this tube has got a stool sample in it because <laughs> I've, I've, I've had to thumb it down, but not thumb it down. Not, yeah. no, 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 I didn't use my thumb. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I had to use my um, my lolly stick to kind of push it on. Anyway, that uh, no one's fucking listening now. Everyone's uh, everyone's gone on to next week's now. Bass. I, I don't. <laughs> no, I disagree. I think people listening are going. At least I know what to do now. If I've ever got to give us the, this is informative. This right is here. good advice. You know, yeah. we're, we're going with we're, we're moving on to mental health, but we're talking about other aspects of that. You shouldn't be embarrassed about stuff like this. No, that, that's good. Um, because remember when we had. Um, uh, Sazzy Mills on. Yeah, she yeah. was saying that prudishness kills. So yeah, it's not been prudish anyway. So I've done this, and I thought I can't take that into the doctors. I was like, what you do? Just walk in and proudly plonk it on the reception desk. There's my turd. I mean, <laughs> like, what do you do? So in the end, um, I thought I'll put it in an envelope. Right, <laughs> send it. But no, I'm not going to post it. <laughs> Because, see, the thing is, with the stool sample, it goes off. Oh. So you, you've got to do it and get it to the doctor quickly. Um, <laughs> so you can't do it on, like, a Friday and think, fuck it, I'll take it on Monday. Yeah. I, I don't know why you would want to do that. <laughs> like, you, you wouldn't be able to sleep knowing it was in the house, would you? <laughs> but anyway, so... It'd be um, in the fridge, surely. <laughs> yeah, next to the Nutella. That's not in the fridge. That's just the first thing that came into my head. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I thought okay, I'm not going to just proudly drop this fucking test tube of my own shite on the sorry poo poo on the um, on the reception desk. So I just so I put it in an envelope and I've kind of put it down and and I kind of pushed it across the reception desk like it was a bribe. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I put it on the I like- desk and I like looked either way 
and I slid it across like it was some kind of, like there was cash in it and it was a bribe. It seems that, or it's a robbery. (laughs) (laughs) And do you know what? I hope to God she didn't think it was a bribe for anything because (laughs) it's the worst one. Can you imagine opening that thinking there's cash in it and your your jackpot was my poo-poo? Anyway, so um, so yeah, I did that, and uh, I had blood tests as well. And the uh, the long story short, yeah, that's the end of the poo bit. Um, the long story short is that um, I got a phone call just before I went on holiday, and he said I, I wanted to ring you just so you didn't worry while you were on holiday. Um, I was like, well, I won't get until he told me that. <laughs> um, and he said um, we've checked your bloods, and your the quote unquote from my doctor Baz, your kidneys and liver are working perfectly. That's just what you want to hear, isn't it? And I was like, are you sure? Yes. Are you, yes. Are you sure these are my results? Because there ain't a cat's chance in hell my liver and kidneys are working properly after the amount of abuse I've given it for 30-odd years now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, apparently they are. Apparently they are. <laughs> you could have gone harder. Uh, oh, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, apparently my, um, my liver and kidneys are like the Navy SEALs of internal organs. They could take anything. You're still a young man, though, yeah. so that's what it is. But ironically, after finding out that they are working perfectly, I've gone off the booze for a bit now, so um, <laughs> I'm still on McGuinness Zero. Oh, you want to go get tested again and see like, if it's even better now? Yeah, imagine if I go back after a month and they go, well, can I, what have you been doing? Yeah, like, Jesus, well, maybe my liver and kidneys will go into shock. <laughs> exactly. They've had fuck all to do for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> They'll go on strike. <laughs> right, okay, so... Now we're uh, now we're caught up. Um, we uh, we know exactly what we've been doing for the uh, past uh, three weeks. Um, saying that, I've just realised that uh, we've not spoken to each other for three weeks, and apparently the only highlights of the last three weeks is my wife's bikini falling off and me pushing poo into a tube. So <laughs> all the things have happened, ladies and gentlemen. That's not the only interesting things. They're the, well, they're the things I felt would be entertaining to listen to. When we were at Crouchfest, I was with a friend, Roger, who listens to the show, and he was saying how he really enjoyed the uh, the You and Thomas episode. Him. Because I was a bit drunk, so I thought, do you know what, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave you a, a voice note to, to tell him how much we appreciated him. So me and Roger were there, and it basically goes along the lines of, uh, "Hello, Ewan, uh, we're at Crouchfest, but uh, my friend Roger wanted to tell you how much he enjoyed the podcast, and it's just two drunken pricks going, oh, we love you, Ewan.' And then he, he sent me a nice message afterwards, going, "Oh, thanks very much." He probably went, "Oh, you annoying bastards! I wish I'd never <laughs> given you my phone number." <laughs> so let's do it. Let's talk about mental health. Like I say. Um, um, I wanted to I wanted to talk about it when uh, when it was Mental Health Week, obviously because it was more relevant. Um, but uh, we couldn't do it then. So, um, like I said at the start, um, you and I are very keen to encourage people to talk um, about their mental health um, and their health in general. Um, even if it is quite graphic description of pushing poo into a tube. Yeah, um, but also. Um, it was a couple of weeks ago, I realised that we haven't spoken to each other in public or private um, about our mental health and what's yeah, going yeah. on and what's going on in our head. So I thought it would be a good idea to for us to have that conversation now, um, and everyone can listen in uh, because we're uh, we're proponents of being open um, about mental health. So let's be open about mental health. Indeed. So the first, the first one, I just wanted to. I, I don't, I don't know if we'll go into too much detail about it, but it's just, um, if people follow me on social media, um, they'll have noticed that I've not put much out um, on TikTok, Instagram, uh, and all that. Because if you don't follow me, it's uh, Dad Dot Dancer. By the way, I'll throw that one in. So go follow him. Yeah, Dad Dot Dancer <laughs> on TikTok and Dad Dot Dancer Gram on Instagram. If, if, if you want to aid, uh, if you want to help Mike's mental <laughs> health. Follow him. Absolutely. Please. <laughs> Please. Uh, yes. So, um, I had, I've, my levels of uh, putting out uh, new material have diminished quite significantly over the past six, maybe 12 months. Um, and that's just because um, it's really, really weird because creating for social media in lockdown helped my mental health no end. Okay, it, it 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 gave me a purpose, gave me a reason to get up in the morning. But everyone's in lockdown, 
give me a reason to get up in the morning. I met new people like you and uh, a load of the people that we've had on the podcast and things. I met some amazing people. So loads and loads of positives. Um, but it comes with a, once you get to a certain level, I know I'm saying I'm this big fucking influencer or whatever, but once you get to a certain level, it becomes more, not like a job, but it becomes it becomes more of an obligation. You, yeah. stop, you stop doing it for fun. You begin to put pressure on yourself if you don't create for a little while. Yeah. And then for me, if I don't create for a little while, I'm thinking I've got loads of these really good ideas, but I, I kind of lose confidence in, in myself. So I'll be, I've got all these really good ideas. And I'll write them all down, I'll script things, and I'll go, yeah, but that's shit. So I don't bother putting it out. And it's, you know, it, it's kind of, so you've got that side of things, um, but you've also got the um, chasing the algorithm. So you become obsessed. You put, some, you put your heart and soul into something. You spend ages creating something. You put it out. And he gets like 2,000 views and you're just like, what's the fucking point? Why yeah. Why did I fucking bother? Do you know what I mean? And it, and it's it, it's like you or I, I treat that, I, I take that personally, even though it's just a fucking computer and it's a random at some points. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, oh shit, it didn't like that. I mean, this faceless fucking computer in like China is with, 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 with related to TikTok and it just... It's not like that computer's gone, yeah, that's shit, mate. Yeah. I'm not pointing that one out. It's, it's got a, it can't push all your stuff all the time. It's got to share it out a bit. And you know, logically, I know that makes sense, but the more stuff you put out there, if it doesn't fly, you just, oh, fucking hell, that's that. Yeah. And then it becomes, oh, is it worth it and things. And then the third aspect of the stress you put yourself under um, creating on, on social media is... Um, is comments and this is kind of a kind of a broader one is that um people comment on people see someone who's got a decent number of followers and just think they're fair game i can say what the fuck i want to them yeah so almost like they stop being humans and it's like they're not human anymore they're a a, a successful influencer and yeah. the number of times when people slide people off on the internet and that hurts by the way I mean, even, I mean, I want everybody to love all my stuff, which is completely unrealistic, okay? You'll go through comments, and I've had viral videos that have had, I don't know, 20-odd million um, views. More than that. I, I can't even remember that. Um, it is more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's a ludicrous number. But it's, and you'll get loads and loads of people will be, like, uh, really positive, really love what you do. And all. You might have two out of a thousand comments that you go, I'm offended by that or that's not funny or something. And it just, I don't know why. I don't know what it is about my head, but they are amplified a thousand times more than all the positive stuff. Well, I was going to say, it's one of those things, you're not alone. Because like, I, I, if I get make a video and I get 300 really nice comments, mm. it'll be those two that go... You're a fucking old man. Stop trying to be a kid, or yeah, like, you know what you're playing at. That and, and I, my comments these days are, 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 are reasonably, they're okay, really, because it's yeah. just that thing about my age, and I can handle that because I am an old man, and fuck it, I don't give a shit. But it's sorry, that thing sorry, when it comes. So, so, sorry, about that. I won't, I won't post that again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won't post that comment again. I didn't realise it upset you. I'm sorry. Now you're the one on a WhatsApp that I get those messages <laughs> off. It's not even on. <laughs> they're private messages. <laughs> It's a WhatsApp and it's not related to social media. <laughs> well, and you sent me a postcard with written on his doubling, sort of doubling down on that as well. But. I thought you'd like a postcard from Cree Bats. Yeah, but it's the, it's the photograph you put in with you giving the double fingers, which is really nice. <laughs> just, just stop dressing like a kid, you old prick. Yeah, exactly. Loves of plumbing kisses. See you soon, Mike. <laughs> yes. See you on Monday night at the podcast. I tend to make videos now where i'll go so, someone's written this about me and then you'll just get loads of comments going oh they're just jealous which is the usual reaction yeah and and i use that now to 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 sort of me personally to get over that because i don't really you know i used to get some of the comments were like like a while ago were quite hurtful yeah and and they're usually about your personal appearance which is what anonymous people do yes they have a, they have an anonymous um like profile and they just say something about you physically and 
I just got around to that point of kind of going, well, well I mean, in fairness, I, I look at it this way. I They got offered up my content without, you know, because they're on a sort of an open platform. And the platform went, oh, you might like this. And obviously, in some cases, someone's not going to like it. A lot of people like you and I would just generally go, nah, not for me, and scroll by. Yeah. Or if I really don't want to see it, I'll block it. Yeah. There are, there's a certain small sector of people that go on social media and go, do you know what? I don't like that, and I'm going to fucking tell them I don't like that. Yeah. But <laughs> it, 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 it's like you've it's like you've gone around the house, knocked on the door, barged past them, and then took your top off yeah. instead of just doing it on the internet. <laughs> but but like it's not enough for like, generally. If it was okay, imagine if I saw something I didn't like and went, uh, just thought I'd let you know. I, I don't really like your content, but you know, you carry on doing it. It doesn't matter that I don't like it because lots of other people do. If you wrote that, you you generally go. That's fine because people put on mine all the time. Oh, I don't like those. I don't like tight jeans on men. I'm like, that's that's fine. That's completely fine. Mate, well, that, that's like going into Greg's, queuing up, waiting yeah. to get to the front, and they're going, I don't like pasties. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would only really, would only really work though if if like you were talking to the like one of the sort of like higher up people who who had like advocated sausage rolls being on their menu. Yeah. It's like, should be, anyone be on the counter and go, all right, well, don't fucking buy one then, you, <laughs> you numpty, do you know what I mean? But you can't do that because you're the creator, right? Yeah. It's your, it's, the, uh, and particularly with what you do, because it's like, you do have to write down stuff and like, you do have to formulate it. Was, mm. I'll go make something and if it's shit and people don't like it, well, that's fine. It's over yeah, in 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Your stuff's like minutes long. And of course, yeah. people people watch the whole of your video and go, I've stayed around to the end of the site and called you a twat. <laughs> and do you know what? I am a twat. Yeah. But it still gets to me when people say I am. But it's weird, but, isn't it? But, but yeah, I just I, I think um, a lot of people, um, not to want to get too sanctimonious about it, but um, I mean, I've had really dark days based on on God, nothing major, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, we are talking about mental health and I'm not, I don't struggle yeah. with like depression or anything like that. But, um, but I've had really dark days based on just flipping comments that people say. And that's the thing. It's like not someone to get too sanctimonious or like fucking the, the end of a Jerry Springer episode. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But people need to understand that just cause someone's got 5 million followers or something like that. Yeah doesn't stop them being a human being don't stop just and your comment on its own might mean nothing well but, I, but, but if someone's yeah. got five million you know let's use that number off the top yeah. of my head someone's got five million followers uh you'll see a lot of people go oh well if you put yourself out there you've got to, you, you know you've got to accept that people also you don't have to accept people being twats yeah yeah just stop being twats because you could put a comment, and your comment might be the one that, you know, is the straw that breaks the camel's back or whatever the phrase yeah. is. Do you know what I mean? They, they might have had, they might have that be in a, a not great place mentally, and they've, you know, they, they've had a build-up, and, you know, they, 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 it might be your comment that's, yeah. uh, that, uh, that makes the difference and tips people over the edge. The problem is we all do it to some degree. It's like, you know, if you're sat with someone in a car and somebody comes in, you go, oh, that's shit. Yeah. Which is a bad review. Yeah. But then if you take it to the next thing, and I think it's different, like, with, say, movies and music, like, yeah, the thing we, you, that you did the other day, it's it's a kind of social thing, and, you know, hey. and the, the, yeah, that's going to go to millions of people anyway, but I think when it's aimed at you and your comments and it's personal, you know, I know some people don't read comments, Lot, you know, lots of creators don't bother at some places because yeah. they've got agencies and stuff like that. But most people do. So when you when you when you do get that one bad comment, and it, for some reason it just fucking stands out like a massive yeah. flashy beacon, doesn't it? And I say, uh, do you know what? You're right. I, I I did that video um, on the on the Facebook page um, about because I, I'm going to do like kind of on on a regular basis. Yeah. I'm going to just do a little bit of this is in news. This is my opinion on it. Yeah. Um, um, and that one at the time was uh, the Beatles. Um, people going ape shit and you know saying that that Beatles track's amazing simply because of. And as I explained, I think yeah, the yeah. process of it is incredible. Yeah. Um, but it's quite a shit track. I really um, like it. I'm not, I'm not, not even uh, gonna lie. 
I, I just think it's really dull. But this and is the beautiful thing about this, though, is that, that subjectivity and like an opinion and, and taste in it at the end of the yeah, day. So, but, yeah, but what I didn't do is I didn't go on Paul McCartney's <laughs> social media and tell him that. There you go. I didn't go down to his house. Yes, I didn't okay. follow him to the recording studio. I didn't send him a, you know, a, 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 a parcel yes. with... With a tube of my feces in it. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute! You said you put an envelope. I have got the technique, mate. I know how I'll do it now. Um, but no, that, do you know what I mean? I just I, I expressed my opinion. I, I reviewed it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but also let, let's be clear: we make content on here, which is uh, we say things on here, which are. Let's be clear: we do say some stuff just to rub people up slightly, and we use it slightly, yeah, to mildly. Absolutely. Rub them up. So yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. That Paul McCartney's like, even if he ever hears it, he should just go. Well, I don't give a shit anyway, because there's money in my bank. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I mean, look, it's my comments about Paul McCartney's. Um, um, I nearly said, look, I nearly fell into the trap there that a lot of people do. Uh, I nearly fell into the trap and said, Paul McCartney won't give a shit about my opinion because he'll be rolling around in his money room like Cyril Sneer. Right? <laughs> yes. Um. But that is another thing that you assume that because people are successful and rich that they're immune to this stuff. Yeah. And people like Robin Williams are proof that mental health issues aren't being happy or sad and yeah. they aren't solved by money and they aren't things up. So I, I, I've just kind of kind of pulled me, you know, I, I made the joke that I wanted to make but then also kind of pulled myself up on it at the same time because that, that's... That is a common assumption, and and it works not even at Paul McCartney's level. People who are consumers of social media rather than creators might look at that and go, "Well, what have you got to be sad about? You got loads of followers." Same thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, of course, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, there are loads of things. Like I say, there are loads of positives um, for mine and people's mental health that have come through social media, but there are also things that are there and. And to be honest, um, it ma- it's, it's not manifesting itself in me having blue days because people are coming and things. That kind of thing's not happening at the moment because I'm not creating most of it, definitely honest. Um, but the the fact I'm not creating the lack of enthusiasm and the lack of motivation to create has come from a kind of it chipping away at me yeah. and just chipping away and chipping away and where i've got to the point now i'm just going i can't be asked are you are you able to kind of articulate that because i think it's one of those weird things like i would never describe myself as having depression Boom. but how would i know because it's not something that's yeah it, it has you can't pick up a book and this is what it feels like because it, obviously yeah. it's different for everybody but that, so what's your worst days is it like you say lack of the user, but is it? It's mine is mine for me personally. It's like not being able to get out of bed and I'll just stay in bed, yeah, because I don't want to go and face and you know, and then I get, you know, I just can't physically go and do stuff. I generally yeah. get that, and I, and that's me saying I don't get depressed. I just, but I have these moments where I'm just like can't be bothered today, yeah, I'm just yeah. not doing it. To be honest, I rarely, I rarely get like I don't want to get out of bed, I can't get out, but I, I, I quite often, let's say quite often, um. Some days I just have what I just call blue days, and I just I, I, I don't feel my normal self. I don't yeah. feel outgoing, and I don't feel in a mood to create things. And that would normally just manifest itself into me sitting around and just fucking wasting a whole day cocking around on games on my phone or social media or watching telly and not getting anything done yeah. that, is, okay. that, that is productive in any way. This is, so you and I have exactly the same kind of like, thing going on because I'm the same. I Then what happens with me is I get this massive guilt of going, I had a whole day today where I could have done loads of things. But you know what I've done? I've cocked about on my phone all day. I've Absolutely. played Call of Duty for six hours and when I could have been making all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly that's, the same. That's the bounce phrase, isn't it? The yeah. bounce phase where you kind of go, oh, yeah. now I feel shit because I haven't done anything. So. Exactly. So you beat yourself up for it. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so you're in this thing because you're not feeling great about yourself and yeah, then yeah. you beat yourself up at the end of the day for, for doing it in the first place. Once stuff becomes almost work-like to, to, 
to people like you and I, as it turns out, it sort of loses its shine, doesn't it? Yeah. So when it was like lots of validations, it's free and you're getting loads of people, oh, your work's brilliant. And then suddenly it becomes like a chore. You're like, oh, I'm not going to fucking bother anymore. Exactly. And, that, and that's the thing. That's that's where the, the fun went for me. Was mm. Because it was kind of like, I mean, I've said this before, it was like as a, a, as a creator of like skits and comedy and all that kind of stuff, it's like, yeah, you were funny today. Be funny again tomorrow. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. So you, you kind of run out of ideas, like you know what I mean. I, I was working with um, an Irish lady this week, and she tuned in especially to listen to the podcast about you describing the you know Ireland. And she oh, said, right. it, and she said it was fucking brilliant and, yeah. and absolute and absolutely spot on. This is this is kind of going on to the thing about so so the stuff that we do do and you do mm. does reach people it's yeah. just that like unless you get that feedback it's really hard to tell isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. So i think it's nice to hear feedback that your stuff you get but also like you say the other end of the, of the scale is someone's going that was shit don't do it again you fucking wanker <laughs> You're like, oh, okay right thanks and you keep I, looking I, well i've told my mum not to give us any more <laughs> feedback after she said that how did do you do you, um, do you lead into comments? I, I tend to reply to loads of comments. Yeah. Um, to be honest, so I just think it's I just think it's a polite thing to do, even if <laughs> even if they've called you a twat. Yeah. But it's, I mean, look, to be honest, it, I very rarely get uh, negative comments um, because my content's fucking fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it is mildly controversial. Yeah, it is. And, it and is. let's face it. Let's let's be clear. Let's go back to when your stuff was featured on Facebook and someone made literally like made. Like went to find your account to call you a cunt. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That's, no, that's going out of the way, isn't it? That was. Yeah. It was. Um, yeah. That was. That was one. Uh, to be honest, that didn't. That didn't get to me because. And, and here's oh, the we thing. laughed about it, didn't we? So, oh yeah. well. Here's the thing with that is that if somebody had just like, if somebody said, "Oh, that's quite hurtful," or "You've upset me," or something like that, and it's like two, three words, that will get to me more than. That particular one, Baz, somebody had gone to such extreme lengths, it was comical. Yes. And, and, and I couldn't take it anything other than comical because they'd seen. Um, it was the ones where I was doing things to it, deliberately irritate people. So yeah, yeah. if people haven't seen them, I was slicing a cake in a weird way or I was opening a packet of crisps from the bottom. I was biting into a Kit Kat instead of snapping it. And you, all the, the most irritating one is you'd line up loads of Skittles or something like that, and then the last one you just completely fucking moved to somewhere completely different. Yeah, exactly. So I did those kind of things. And and somebody had seen that on Facebook because um, Lad Bible sent out a or pulled together a compilation of it and put it out there. And that video's still out there somewhere, and it's had something like 70 million views. So... Uh, you're welcome, Lab Bible, because I've made them, and absolutely, that's probably made them about a hundred grand. Yeah. Um, but um, somebody saw that, and um, knew, so knew, knew, that, knew that they couldn't contact me any other way than sending me a message through Instagram. So they, so they saw it on Facebook. They went all TikTok, one or the other. Yeah. Um. But at, at the time, you couldn't message people you didn't know through TikTok. So yeah. so they then found my Instagram to then go to my Instagram direct messages and send me a message saying, you're an absolute cunt. <laughs> and, and, and I just thought, do you know what? I can't... That did not even... That did not even upset me in the slightest because I just think... I almost admired... The effort that was made to to go so far just to call somebody a cunt, I just it, it, was, it was almost impressive. And clearly, you've been called a cunt before, so you used to. It, right? <laughs> so, I'm not fine. <laughs> I'm absolutely fine with that. Well, like, well, so, like I say, with me, it's the ones that um, we've spoken about this before, and I won't go into too much detail. Yeah. Uh, just just on the off chance that he's listening, but um, I did um, I did one. Um, comedy skit that was on a certain subject which i won't say um but it was it was light-hearted it was kind of i was taking the piss out of myself and taking the piss out of people's attitudes towards something uh, but it was taken in uh, in the wrong way um and it upset somebody who is um an actual friend of mine uh, an actual friend of mine in real life and that really got to me i didn't sleep for like three days and um, we had this to and from on 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 um on whatsapp and he was saying, 
Um, that's out of order. That's really offensive. Take it down. And I was just kind of like, fuck, I don't want to upset my mate. So I want to do what he wants me to do. So I want to take it down because he says take it down. Yeah. But then I looked at it and it had had something like, I don't know. It was a lot. Two and a half thousand comments. Yeah. Or 4,000 comments or something like that. And 99% of people were saying it was brilliant and got really joke, funny. They? And yeah. they got the idea behind the joke. Um, so, and, 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 I, and I, I, I toyed with the idea. I really, really thought about taking it down because he wanted me to take it down. But then I was like, well, is he, does he get to curate all my content? There you go. Do I have to do I have to send him my stuff before I post it? And and if it's not him, is it somebody else? Do I have to then do, do I have to send my stuff to all my friends? Yeah. And if I send it to a hundred friends, if one of them doesn't like it, I don't post it. It's a really, really difficult thing to get. But that that's the one thing that really that that affected me mentally more than anything yeah. else I've ever done on on social media well, because it's somebody that, that I I care about and I care about their feelings and I'd heard their feelings. Yeah. And but and it was a really really difficult kind of situation to be in yeah offsetting offsetting an upset offsetting the fact i'd upset somebody yeah that that whose whose feelings i care about and not just some random off the internet um but also i found it really difficult i found it really difficult to to pull something that loads of other people had enjoyed yeah and like i say it for me it felt like the thin end of a wedge and was like well i've got to just put stuff out there that I think is funny. Yeah, I, well, I, I've I've got I've got to be in charge of yeah. the curation of my content. It hurts me that I've hurt somebody else. Yeah, but I have to put that in the in context of yeah. all the other people whose whose days I might have brightened. They might be going through a really shit time. Yeah, and they've seen that, thought it was funny, and it's lifted them a little bit. Do you know what I mean? So I've I've got to kind of balance that in my head, um, which is quite tough at times. Well, I, I, I look at a lot of stuff that gets said on, you know, because I read comments and stuff, you know, on videos that I think are really popular. I also read comments on stuff that I know is going to have troll comments in there. And um, we've discussed this on the uh, on the podcast before, but I was a troll at some point. Oh. And, um, but I was always one of those people that would try to be that kind of more of a heckler than, a, than someone that was trying to upset somebody. Oh. But there is a point of which I think people kind of, Go past it because I remember the first time that that before I, I realised what trolling was when someone trolled me in the comments yeah. and I genuinely was like oh I'm about to have an argument with someone online now that's and yet you're we're either side of a keyboard possibly thousands of miles apart and yet you still kind of go oh I don't really want to get into that because you know if I say something hurtful that could upset them and then they say something to you which genuinely for the first time you kind of go oh, someone's just insulted me for like yeah, right. or for having an opinion. And then when you realise there is that, you know, that anonymity that people post behind, I think once you get to that point and look at it and go, they're just doing it because they are anonymous and they yeah. are, you know, some people might say in front of you, which would be even funnier and obviously you go know, props to those people, but it's those people that do it knowing full well that they, they'll get a bite off, off somebody. And I, and I think the worst thing is they'll do it to the to people that aren't used to, like, that kind of environment where people, you know, your, your immediate reaction should be, I'll ignore that and go to the comment which says, oh, Baz, you're amazing. Yeah. Read all those and be validated by it. But you keep going back to the one where it goes, Baz, you're a cunt. Yeah. And you keep looking at those and it really Again, gets... Again, sorry, you. Baz. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm just reading the one you just sent me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, um, but yeah, it's interesting, you know, we said about arguments and I think that's why our podcast is deliberately called the mildly controversial podcast because yeah. we, we don't talk religion, we don't talk politics because I don't want to get into that because I don't like arguing with oh, people. Yes. I don't like upsetting people. And religion and politics will upset people. Yeah, yeah. There's loads of stuff I would like to say yeah. about certain situations going on in this world. Yeah. But I won't say anything on the internet about them yeah, because yeah, I'm fucking terrified yeah. of getting into this argument with people, upsetting people or angering people and things. And that's why this podcast is called the Mildly Controversial Podcast because we whine about shit that doesn't really matter. So we can go over the top yeah. with our opinions on something because ultimately it's about a fucking biscuit or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's funny, isn't it? Because, like, you know, it's... it's it's like if you listened to this podcast back in five years' time, you wouldn't realise 
some of the stuff that was going on in real life, you know, like the cost of living crisis, Gaza, and, you know, hopefully people will go back to this in five years' time and go, oh, you, you didn't speak about any of that stuff, because it does genuinely get into that thing where it, there's some pretty dark stuff in the real world. Yeah. You know, talking about, like, you know, fucking <laughs> Wednesday Dales of shit cheese is quite light-hearted, but you're still going to upset somebody, aren't you, who likes Wednesday exactly. Dales cheese? But you know what? They're, they won't be that upset, and, and I think it's, like you say, the point of this podcast is not to upset anyone. So, you know, people who are into really controversial stuff will think we're pussies, right? Yeah, and yeah. they're absolutely right. <laughs> because we just want to brighten people's day, have a bit of a laugh, and not upset anyone. Yeah. So, look, if we upset you about... It, it, if anybody saw my review of the Beatles track and was genuinely upset about it, I honestly don't give a fuck. Yeah. And the reason for that <laughs> yes. is because it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? If we talked about politics and religion and people got upset about that, I would give a fuck because they're really big, important things. They're big, divisive things. If you don't like the fact that I don't like the Beatles track, I'll give a shit. And it's easy to not give a shit. <laughs> well, well, I even wrote in our own comments, oh, this is mildly controversial, I like it, and then fucked <laughs> off straight away because I thought, that's mildly controversial, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reply to that, which shut up as you cunt. <laughs> you, you quite often pop in the comments and diss for you when I put stuff in there anyway. And I'm just like, oh, Mike's upset me again. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. Because <laughs> you'll just delete my comment. <laughs> you sound like a bully. That's hate this podcast. He doesn't like being on here. I force him to. I bully him into it. Yeah. What I do is I log on and I sit here and go, oh, no, I hate being here because Mike's a bully. <laughs> You mentioned you were mentioning before about um, the uh, manifestation of you having a bad day is kind of lack of motivation, kind of getting fuck all done, beating self up about it. Yeah. And and we mentioned before we wanted to talk about SAD because that's something that you uh, you you go through. Um, talk a bit more about um, briefly talk about what SAD is because some people might not know. Yeah. And then about kind of what that means at this time of the year for you versus, you know, times when it's not such a factor. Well, as you said earlier, so just, just to make sure, say probably seasonal affective disorder, sad. Yeah. Um, so I don't look at it. I've, I've never read, read everything about it, but from what I know about it, it's, it's as the days get shorter and as, as the days are now more you know in darkness and there's le less sun uh there's a syndrome which is about people that suffer from you know not not having either the time in daylight or sun on their back because obviously mm. sun is one of those things that brings you know has affects your melanin which affects mm. your mood and stuff like that and uh, i for years and years and years when i get into the the months with the birds on the end of it you know so october november december um september even started to feel was a little bit more like less buoyant and certainly less kind of you know inclined to go and spend time with people and and then i found out that sad was a thing and that you could do stuff about it um but but i'm always sort of mentally prepared for it now during the winter months i start to feel really tired during the afternoon right. and that's the point where that's the most like the day but i'll quite often have a nap or, or just literally fall asleep if i'm not doing anything active at this time of year but I also, I get to the point where like, I'll wake up some mornings and uh, I just, I, I, I won't want to get out of bed because I just don't want to do anything. Any. And um, and sometimes, you know, like, do you get that point sometimes where you, you get up at, I'll get up sometimes at midday and I've just been pissing around on my phone or just Any. been answering emails which is the greatest thing ever isn't it yeah. if you have a business you can answer emails <laughs> yeah. on your phone which is one email where I've just gone yeah yeah I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you next Tuesday and I quite often bump work as well like if someone says oh can I meet you on Monday I'm like no I don't work Mondays because I yeah. know that mentally on a Monday I'm just like I, I'm already zoned out I'm, yeah. I'm still in Sunday and I don't want to get to Monday and then as the week, as you get deeper into winter, then Tuesday's out as well. So Wednesday becomes the only day that I can actually actively do anything because it's taken me two days to kind of like bolster my own kind of mental health to go to go, yeah, no, I'll come and do stuff with you. Yeah. I've got some friends that are like, that struggle with, you know, the mental their, their mental health or they've got some things going on in their life. And I always say, look, I've got capacity 
for me to talk to you about what you're going through mm. because I don't really have a lot of other things going on. And it isn't until you get to this time of year where you kind of go, it's not, it's not that I feel depressed because I don't really know what that means, but I just feel less inclined to be yeah. outward going and talk to people about that their problems. But I think if you offer that thing where, don't, you know, come and talk to me because you know, I'll, I'll listen to your problems. Mm. There are a few times where you kind of go, oh, I don't really feel like that now, but you, but I think me doing that probably helps me just to sort of like perk up a little bit and, you know, and actually do something other than just stay in bed all day and, like, you know, kill bad guys in Call of Duty. <laughs> I, I'm friends with a large group of people. In a, every, everyone's heard of memes. There's, there's lots of meme meme hmm. groups on yeah. Facebook. And I'm part of one of those, and it's called You Laugh, You Lose. And, and it's there's lots of 30-year-olds and now 35, 40-year-olds and... And it's not, and it's quite a good group of people because they're really good friends. But sadly, one of the group members um, within the last year or just outside of that, um, he posted his own suicide note on on Facebook. Um, Jesus. Yeah, um, he did. He, I, I mentioned him by name because I, I, I'd, I'd like to sort of mention him. There's a guy called Sean Smith. I'd met him a few times. Uh, lovely, friendly guy, but had always said that he had sort of like quite. A, you know, like dark demons or, you know, those dark thoughts. And then, and this is quite, this is quite dark for anyone who doesn't want to listen, but he posted his own kind of like, uh, this is the day that I, I can't take it anymore on a, on a Facebook post. And then lots of people weighed in and sort of were like, you yeah, know, where are you, Sean? Tried to sort of reach all day. And then the sad news reached everybody in the evening that he'd taken oh, his own life. Fine. And, um, and you look at that and you kind of go, this is where I'm, I find myself lucky that I've got, the kind of capacity to not be in that place. Mm. If I had demons, that I that I would even be able to go and talk to somebody. But I, I I find it kind of fascinating to 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 think what how the difference in our you know the your brain works that tells you that like you know today is the day that I I can't take this internal suffering or the or the feeling that I have every day that I, that I shouldn't be here and and then just go and actually if you do that because I think there's there's different methods around it. Some people go and speak to somebody, somebody you can, you know, I, I want to bring that thing up as well. Men of a certain age or people of a certain age, not just men, you know, culturally have been told over the years, oh, just put yourself together. Yeah. And I think we're in that group of people where our parents would have said, oh yeah, like, yeah, just pull yourself together. Where I think now there's more help on offer. And I think, you know, that day when he, that, that he did take his own life was, it was. It brought it home to me the fact that like some people just feel there isn't anyone you can talk to that's gonna like offer you any hope, and then you're just gonna go and like you know the pain is too much that you can't live with it anymore. No. And, uh, I remember that day of thinking of like how bad you must feel, or the, you know, or how either tired you must be of feeling like that, or the, the you can't sort of feel there's any kind of you know where you can resolve how you feel that you that it's actually. The, the way out is to sort of like end your own life and that mm. must be the, the ultimate part of depression I'm, I'm, I'm saying that not understanding what depression is fully but that that would be my take on it the fact that it must be so kind of crushing or all-encompassing or painful or whatever that the, the, the term after that you have to go and take your own life and that would be for me I, I don't know if I would reach a point where I wouldn't just go like you or any number of other people that I'd go and speak to and I always encourage people to say to you, know, like, don't worry about how many. Like, if I came to you and told you the t same story ten times about how sad I was about something, like, I, I think you're you're a good enough friend. But just go, yeah, that's fine. Just tell me over and over again. I'm never yeah. going to get bored of it. Yeah. But I think sometimes the, the the person that's in the position feels they're boring people with their problems, yeah. or they they can't talk about it now because they've spoken about it enough times, or they or that you know people aren't interested anymore. And I, you know, I'd say on this podcast right now, people will listen to your story over and over again if it meant you didn't take in your own life. If anybody is listening, um, who's anywhere close to anything like that, uh, it, it's, it sounds like a cliche, but just talk to people. Do you know what I mean? Approach people, talk yeah. to people, do something. Um, and that sounds really flippant, and it sounds like people who get to that point haven't sought help or you know yeah. haven't reached out to people, but. I can't think of a way of doing this without sounding real fucking preachy and things like that, but I don't care. It's your podcast. Um, do you like. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, if anybody is struggling, then please, God, see, the, seek help. And if anybody listening to this now is struggling, then can get, into, like, get in touch with us. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, anything. You 100%. know what I mean? 
And if um, and if anything we've said, if, if anyone doesn't know where to turn and wants to talk to somebody or wants to contact somebody who is outside of their inner circle, because quite often it can be difficult to talk to people you care about. Um, so strangers to, can strangers can be the best people to talk to sometimes, can't they? So so if anybody wants to contact somebody they don't care about, then contact me or Baz. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and not promising we can do anything, but um, if if you just need to vent or you need an outlet, um, contact somebody. Contact anybody. We've talked about some um, kind of in a light-hearted way, and uh, we've talked about some quite dark things. But I think the point of tonight was um, was to talk. Yeah, yeah. And um, so keeping that theme going. If you do need to talk to people, um, then you know there are professionals, obviously, that can help. Um, so um, Samaritans and people like that, but also, um, if you just kind of want to reach out to somebody or you really, or you need, you feel like you need somebody to reach out to and, um, you're uncomfortable reaching out to people who you think are close to you and might judge you. Um, then yeah, if messaging two bearded twats on the internet who you don't know can help you, then please do that. There's no bombshell this week. Yeah, it's quite a it's quite a somber um, way to finish. Well, I was going to say just um, before you do actually rap. Yes, um, the, the one I'm not going to rap. I'm not, <laughs> no, that, that, that would be quite inappropriate at this point. If I rapped that last bit, that would be quite. I mean, I'd, I'd, you, I you'd be try. cool. You'd be cool as fuck. No, <laughs> just, uh, the, yeah. The one thing I'd just say to reiterate what you just said is like. There, there is a whole point of, like, if someone does offer you the ability to talk to them, people don't have the answers all the time. Sometimes it's just nice to be able to talk to somebody. And when you feel that you've run out of your friends and your closest friends and you feel you bored them, go and talk to other people. Yes. Because, like, we're in a world now where, the, the, you know, myself and Mike are, are, are within a sort of age range where mental health was never a phrase, like, 10, 20 years ago. Like, you know, we spoke at the, at the start of the program about saying, people used to say, pull yourself together. You don't yeah. have to do that now. You can go and talk to somebody. And, there, you know, there are loads of services where you talk to strangers. Like, message somebody, but don't don't feel that you're on your own because, like, there's always somebody at, at the end of a phone or the end of a message or whatever. Anyway, I'm so pleased you you, you brought the subject up tonight because it's, it's one of the things we've never spoken about before. It is, yeah. And, look... um, I make no apologies for the fact that this uh, th- this section of the podcast isn't as funny as it usually is um, because um, if we decided to do um, talk about mental health and then just take the piss out of it, that would make any sense. It's so, quite funny watching you try to rap because you wrap up because it's usually quite easy. I know, <laughs> yes. And so all I'm going to say is, I'm not punch out. <laughs> um, it doesn't. There's no fucking context behind it. It doesn't yeah. fit in. But that's the only way out of this <laughs> that I can see. Um, anyway, um, hope everybody is is doing well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, thank you to everybody for all the support that you've given us um, because much as we've been talking about the fact that sometimes um, social media gets us down this podcast um, does so much um, for my mental health um, just because I um, there are days when like we've mentioned before where I feel like doing fucking nothing and I know Baz you've mentioned it before to me that there'll be days where I just I, I, I want to opt out of society and just fucking let the day go by and start again tomorrow. Um, but I'll have a recording of this podcast scheduled uh, for later with Baz. And so far, Baz, I've never regretted doing a <laughs> podcast with you. I've never got over done. Yeah, that was even fucking worse. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So uh, I have to thank, thank the people for listening because... Um, if people didn't listen, we possibly wouldn't do... Well, we would do this, but we'd just do it on FaceTime instead. We're, like we arrogant, st- we're arrogant enough to keep doing it, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who cares if people are listening or not? We're amazing, just people haven't found us yet. I'm listening, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> we're our best listeners, Matt. Um But yeah, uh, thanks everyone for the support. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. And um, like I say, but we love doing this. Um, and do you know what? If you are still listening now, 
Um, send us a comment. Give us a review. Give us some. Give us some feedback because not particularly on this episode, yeah. just in general on the podcast. Because uh, much as we mentioned before that um, negative comments on the internet can really kind of get you down, I love nothing more than people sending us messages. Uh, be it through the Facebook page at mildly uh, facebook.com slash mildlypod or email at mildlypodcast at gmail.com. I love nothing more than people contacting us and saying, um, I was having a shit day and you, uh, it was a lifting, you know, you lifted my mood, you, you, you know, uh, you really cheered me up. And, yeah. and I'm not talking about people who are, you know, struggling with mental health in that instance. It could be something as, um, Forgive me, I forget who's uh, forget the name of the person it was, but somebody just said like, I "Just you get me through the ironing." Do you know what I mean? I hate doing the fucking chores, but listening to you really cheers me up. We absolutely love hearing stuff like that. So if you are still listening, God bless you. Thanks very much. Um, send us a message and give us some feedback and let us know um, how much you love us because <laughs> we're very, very needy men. Uh, as I said before, thanks so much for supporting what we do. Thanks so much for, um, cheering two old men up, uh, when they need it. Um, and we will speak to you. Oh no, we won't. Um, and we will see you next time. We'll never see him. And- <laughs> this is a long <laughs> way out of this one. I know. Yeah. That's fucking hell. What do we do like- with it, Mike? I don't know. How do you end this? If there's no bombshell. And uh- on that bombshell now. <laughs> so we'll see you next time, people. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks for, uh, doing everything you do. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Don't forget to tune in next week where, uh, we'll be back to having lots more fun. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> right. Thanks everyone for listening and goodbye. Mike? Yeah? Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know, probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.